Blog Talk Radio. We ain't nothing but some true junkies. We ain't nothing but some cheese. Cheese on the podcast. Said it's different, seven, swing and three, swing and three. What's going on, everybody? Happy May 6th, 2018, Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming to you live. No, we kind of missed out on last week's show and the midweek show, but we're back. We ain't got to get no explanations of where we've been at, because I love all the fans, but you ain't my woman, and I ain't got to tell you nothing. But what I can say is it's a beautiful day out here in California. Enjoying the the sunshine pretty much a lot of the time. Heating up a little bit crazy out here. Starting to kick in the AC a bit. But nonetheless, man, pretty good day. Got about the gym. Really nothing a whole lot to kind of around about other than the fact that we've been a little tied up with some NBA basketball, stuff like that, but um, uh, in between time and in the meantime, we always have a whole lot of things going on in boxing. Missing out on um, last week's episode and this week's midweek show. There's a lot that's passed. A lot of stuff that's been tossed around, rumors, all that good stuff. But uh, we'll cover as much as we can today. Bringing it back to you. Apologize if my voice sounds a little raspy. Got a, I kind of woke up with a sore throat or whatever it is. I don't know. But um, nonetheless, I hope everybody had Kissing a them good pick of the mile. Uh, yeah, I, I drink Willa under the table. Whenever he want to see me on some drinks, I drink as much as much liquid as he can fill in that big body. I put it down, and then I still be running around the next morning. I got a I got a crazy stamina, man. I'll never be on those. I don't know. I don't get no hangovers. Maybe I'm at that age where it hasn't hit me yet. But I only get maybe two hangovers a year, the day after my birthday and the day after New Year's. If that. Hard to wake up with a hangover. Houston, Texas. Oh, wait, actually, no. He's not in Houston, Texas. My guy's traveling again. He told me that he was going to be out in Cabo, and that just sounds so alienated to me because Tell you what, folks, I've, I've been a few places, but I ain't never been or plan on going to Cabo. But who knows? Maybe if I get married one day and want to have, you know, whether it be the old milk yacht or, or it might be some of this Latina heat, who knows? Maybe I want to go see something nice like that somewhere down the line in the future. But let's take it to my man, Willa. He could break down what it's like more so than me because I have no fucking clue what it's like over there. Willa, how you enjoying it out there in Cabo, man? Good to hear from you, my man. Oh, man. As usual, great to hear from you, R.C. Uh, been a lot of 
lot of NBA playoffs going on. And, you know, me being a man that hits every Rocky game that I can, especially the playoffs, you know, we ain't, we weren't able to do the last couple of shows. But fuck that. Yeah, I yeah. seen your boy last night got the easy – I don't even know what the Raptors are doing. They just gave – they just let LeBron James get the easiest uh, game winner I've ever seen in my life. Who knows what's going on there. But, but as far as Cabo <laughs> – Beautiful day out here. We're out here at the pool, relaxing, man. But I always got time to talk boxing. So, you know, just right here, you know, we're at a more uh, 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 an all-inclusive uh, golf sort of spot. So it's not a lot of wildness going on, a lot of old people out here. So it's just very chill, very relaxed, man. So that's what I'm out here doing. So always happy to talk boxing. Um, you know, I, we got to see your boy – uh Little baby Ryan Garcia, I know you're a, a, a fan of his. I think they call I him the D-Bro Boxing. Him. I can't stand that. You know. And we got to see Triple G. Uh, you know, we got to see David. Hey, we got a lot. It was, you know, wasn't that bad of a, a boxing day yesterday. Yeah, so yeah. glad to talk with you, man, about it. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. Um, it sounds like a relaxing time for you out there. I know you got your guns out and all that, relaxing poolside. Sounds cool, man. I mean, it, it kind of reminded me, like, I think the only kind of place I went to or somewhat like that was uh, uh, Key West. It's, it's uh, down below Miami. And, I mean, I was expecting a party scene type shit like that, but it was really like some retired folks and shit like that. Kind of similar type of vibe or whatever, just chill out like that. Oh, yeah. So that's cool, man. I mean, kind of no, relaxing that, all that stuff. No, 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 no. See, you was – Cabo is popping. I, I was at the – no, Cabo is popping. Yeah, yeah, no, so, yeah, you just got to, uh, no, I don't know about Key West, but I'm saying Cabo, just where we are, it's low-key. But, you know, if you come oh, out yeah, here yeah, to Cabo, yeah, yeah. there's women everywhere. Yeah, yeah, there's women walking around here, the beach, you know, uh, downtown, they're around, but just where we are, we're just low-key. That's it. So don't oh, sleep on uh, Cabo, man. You plan on, how long you plan on staying out there for, my man? Uh, I'll be out here, uh, we leave on Wednesday, so I'll be out for, I think, we put five Ooh. days in. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's a getaway right there. See that? You're doing it right, Willie. You're doing it right, man. You're doing it right. But um, yo, we we had a um, a little little drama show. You want to call it that? I mean, usually we could start off from from the bottom up, but yesterday was the headline. It took over the newsway as far as when they were doing the promotional deal about Triple G and Canelo and all that stuff. And Canelo came out giving his his explanations to why, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But, um, hey, Willie, you want to uh, hit that mute on you real quick? It sounds kind of coming on and off right now. Or I don't know what that's, the wind or something? You out there enjoying it. Um, but nonetheless, man, it was, um, they had a, um, they had tried to build this fight up as best as they could. I know everyone was giving them stuff about not facing Devichenko. A twelve and zero fighter who uh, trained with uh, Danny Jacobs, and figuring that Danny Jacobs had so much success against Gennady Golovkin that maybe he could teach this kid a few things. Twelve and zero, um, as we mentioned, only twelve fights, but maybe he could have um, uh, did some things to Triple G. And I know Seattle Time has a big conspiracy about why Triple G didn't want to fight him because. Uh, that was a mandatory, and he was um, losing the belt because not taking such of a fight. But I, I'm not defending either or side. I just feel like if there's anyone to blame, you know what I'm going to say. Blame Canelo. 
so the Divachenko fight didn't happen, but he ended up taking Vines Marriottson. Uh and Vines, I haven't seen that guy for a very long time. So when I heard about his name, I I mean, I damn near forgot exactly who he was, even though watching him years before. You know, I had his biggest win against Ishay Smith, uh, almost a thousand days ago. It's been a long time since I've seen the guy. Um but when I had seen him, I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's that motherfucker. I have not seen him in a long time. Never campaigned at middleweight. Um, hasn't fought in two years. But I figured when I seen the name pop up that that was going to be the fight Triple G was going to take because it would seem to be the marquee-type name, biggest name of the available within the one-month span of finding a replacement. Hard to find a replacement on such short notice. Um Try to give Vanez not necessarily the benefit of the doubt, but I just wanted to see him put up somewhat forth of an effort to where I could actually give him some credit. Um, not like I'm not giving him any, but actually giving him a grade based on his boxing skills instead of giving him a grade based on his effort for getting in the ring and manning up and fighting Gennady Golovkin. Because uh, no matter what we say about Golovkin, I know I, I say we because um, I feel like us being a team – I know Willa hasn't had the kindest of words for Triple G. Uh, Seattle Slime hasn't. Janelle, I don't know. Janelle's on and off. It's hard to say with that guy. But bottom line was Triple G got a lot of clout for beating up guys who were not on a upper echelon level. And when he fought a guy like Danny Jacobs, we all seen what happened. Um, people want to just say the fact that he got knocked down. That don't change a fight. He got that work in the second after that fight, after that knockdown, realizing that the power wasn't everything that it was because, you know, Jacobs did fight hesitant at the, at the beginning. But nonetheless, man, and when he got in the ring with Canelo, uh, Canelo, not going to say he is elite fighter, but he is the face of boxing and definitely has um, a history to make Triple G worry about his power when it's in a close range. So he didn't have two knockouts in his last two fights leading up to his knockout streak he had before against the lesser of talent. And got in there yesterday with Vanez Mariotson and, you know, first round looked like a filling out round. Took a nice little three-piece, two-piece, I'd say. First one set up on a feint, but um, came out in that second round. And when he put Vanez out, there's no real effort to it. I mean, it's just real mechanical, real technical, and the good boy looks like a mean guy when he's putting those punches together. You see the rushing come out of him. But nonetheless, man, Golovkin was very accurate in his, his finishing uh, of the fight, very accurate. Um, his footwork feet was under him the entire time, especially uh, landing that huge left hook that he landed that shut the lights out, essentially, and Vaughn is real lucky that that right he threw right after, which Triple G might have pulled off the side a little bit because it hit him right under his, right around his cheek area. But if that right after the left knocked his lights out, went straight to that big ass nose of his, then the Armenian would have had a lot of problems and a really big leaky nose to um, give up his troubles for laying on the, laid on his face at the end of the fight. But uh, I don't want to shit on Vinus because it takes a dude with some, some big balls as Pauly would say, to get in the ring with Golovkin on about three weeks' notice. So uh, much respect to him. Hopefully it wasn't um, a life-or-death type of money deal that he needed and reasoning him taking this fight, even though I'm sure money has something to do with it. 
Hopefully he's taking care of himself and all that. And um, he looked like he will be okay because he didn't take too much damage. He just took big damage. And at the end of the fight, Finus Mariusz said that that was the hardest puncher he ever faced. And he understands why Canelo was eating that kind of meat, quote-unquote, end quote. Golovkin, hard to say if the guy's back because you got in the ring with a tomato can um, who was probably driving people around in a cab. Excuse me. <clears throat> but nonetheless, is this what we not expected? I was thinking it would go three rounds. It went two. I'm not surprised. Um, good win by Golovkin. Said that he's not afraid to call anybody out for whoever, whoever. Max Kellerman was really trying to get him to say a name who he would fight next. And most people would be like, that's some pussy shit. He don't want to say Jacobs. He didn't want to say Canelo. He didn't want to say Charlo. He didn't want to say Andrade. He didn't want to say Billy Joe. And normally I would think that. But when you're the champion, top of the game for as long as Triple G's been, not on top of the game, top of the division, I should say, for as long as he's been, you ain't calling nobody out, man. And that's just, that's just fact. That's for, like, some of the people who said, oh, Deontay Wilder's a pussy because he didn't call out Dillian White, or he should have called out Dillian White. That way he could get to Anthony Joshua. When you're the champ, you ain't calling nobody out, man. You don't need to call nobody out. They need to be calling you out. So, And I'm not a Triple G fan at all. I'm just keeping it real, keeping it consistent. But that's it. I don't want to – I digress a little bit. I don't want to get a little too hyped so early right now. My throat's fucked up. <clears throat> but um, I'll take it to my man Willa and see how he had the fight as far as expectations and what did he think about the post-fight interview where Triple G basically said that he wants all comers. Well, the floor is yours, man. Well, yeah, you know, um, going into the fight is pretty much what we. Uh, it's pretty much the way we, I thought it was going to go down a beating, uh, but what we didn't, what I didn't uh, think was going to happen was that Triple G was going to get hurt. You know, he was actually hurt. He got hit in the. He got hit in the stomach with the left, I believe. Then he got hit in the face with the right or something, and he, yeah, he was hurt. Yeah. And so, and then he just came and beat the guy up. You know, Triple G likes to play around, and he figured out that he couldn't play around against this guy because, uh, you know, Monte Rosen was not scared whatsoever. He was out there to box. Uh, he was out there to fight. He just couldn't take it. Uh, you know, Triple G did hit him, you know, with a nice shot while he was on the knee, probably the one that took him out. Uh, but, eh. You know, small drama show. He got the knockout. And like I always say, uh, when you do a showcase, you're trying to showcase your skills. And he did. So, A, A, uh, give Triple G an A for sure. Great knockout. Um, Had the guy, you know, laying on the ground. I mean, he wasn't asleep, though. So, you know, it wasn't like he was asleep. But Monte Rosen knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't it, – it just is what it is. Uh, Triple G's call, you know, wasn't really calling anybody out, but I think, you know, at the press conference, the post-fight, uh, you know, Charlo's name was mentioned a couple of times. Uh, so it's going to happen. Triple G, I think he's feeling himself now, uh, fighting the little guy. Yeah, so we'll see. Triple G's never been scared except for Ward. Uh, all these other guys he's not really scared of. But Charlo hits harder than uh, – than Monterosen. You let him Monterosen 
hurts you in the first. He might have a long day, yeah. man. So we're going to see. We're going to see. A great fight. Well, not a great fight, but a great showcase of Triple G's knockout power. It's been a while since he got a, since he had a knockout. But he's back, so Triple G's great for boxing, man. So I'm not mad at him. Like you said, it's Canelo's, Canelo's fault that we had to watch this fight. Um, even though I think the hair sample came back negative or, you know, something, some information that uh, people have been sweeping under the rug, then maybe it was tainted meat, you know, maybe it was, who knows. But either way, it's on him. It's his fault. So I'm not mad at uh, Triple G for taking the showcase fight. And he did what you're supposed to do in the showcase. Unlike Danny Jacobs, who we didn't get to talk about, um, who we are fans of on the show, but, you know, he had a showcase, <laughs> and he went 12 fucking rounds. Baby Miller had a showcase last week, and he went 12 fucking rounds. So, you know, those guys in Brooklyn don't know how to finish. They need to take a, a Jacobs, even though I believe I'm uh, – uh, even though he did beat Triple G, he needs to take a page out of Triple G's book and understand what the fuck showcase means. It means you need to get hype. You need to get hype off of that fight. Not get hype in the fight, but get hype off the fight. Triple G knocked this guy out. He's got a new, not that he needed the buzz, there's a new buzz now because he put that guy down. Even though we all knew he was going to put him down. And, you know, Jacobs couldn't do that last week. And uh, so we didn't get to give them a grade, but Jacobs got to fucking see. Big Baby Miller is trash. I don't ever want to see him box again. We're watching a, a 400-pound Polly Malinaji, you know. And so, <laughs> showcase, they need to do what Triple G did, and he showcased his skills. So, I can't be mad at that at all. I agree, man. But, you know, Jacobs did fight three undefeated fighters in a row leading up into, I mean, showcase if you call it, but undefeated fighters at the end of the day. Big Baby Miller, he don't get no pass for that. I mean, I mean, the only pass he could probably lay his hat on is saying that, you know, Wilder said that that was the toughest fighter that he landed the toughest shots on and never knocked the guy out. Got the stoppage victory, but never knocked him out. But, yeah, I hear what you're saying, man. It feels like Deja Vu is talking about Jacobs and Baby Miller for some reason right now that just hit me about not finishing the job. So, um, when I got that Deja Vu feeling, I think maybe we, maybe we might be on to something with that because, I don't know, um, but yeah, I graded performance. I mean, you know, Jacobs, he, he definitely needed work on his defense in that fight. Took some shots that I don't think he could take against a guy like Charlo. Um, if that power is for real, for real. And uh, Big David Miller, uh, we like we called it. It's going twelve rounds. He ain't got no power for being a big man. He's in the gym, getting his weight up and all that. I mean, he looks in pretty good shape. But at the end of the day, not really impressed with the guy's power. So. You know, he's talking all this noise. He's just a, a big mouthpiece. That's all it is. And that's what I liked about him in the first place was his charisma and certain funny things he was saying. But at the end of the day, he ain't no player in this game, man. Um, not saying he's a gatekeeper because, you know, nobody's humbled him yet. But um, when it comes to the upper echelon, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> him and Wilder, him and Joshua. Um, him and Fury, you know, um, even Joseph Parker was giving that work, I think. So, um, you know, he need to work on it. He need to work on his craft, no doubt. But um, 
yo, let's take it to Janelle and see what he's thinking about these fights here because um, I know he was uh, – um, I'm not sure where he stands on with Triple G right now, but um, um, if we could take it to Janelle. I'd like to see how my man's doing and um, see what he thought about that fight yesterday being the showcase of the big drama show, quote-unquote, but the show title being little drama show. Janelle, what's going on, man? What did you think about that fight yesterday? What, the Triple G fight? Yes, sir. Well, I mean, it's basically what I expected. I mean, I mean, uh, I didn't think the guy was going to be anything for him. I mean, again, I don't blame Triple G for it. I blame Canelo. Canelo came up dirty. And that's the fight that was set to be made. But, I mean, it's a that we have to do. I mean, in reality, he wants to take a dangerous fight because, of course, the Canelo fight is still uh, the most lucrative fight at 164. And so I didn't expect him to make a fight with Danny Jacobs or, or Charlo or, or Billy Joe Saunders because um, he's still got the big payday in his sight. So it's like, I mean, if he struggles or if he loses, um, that fight is out the window, basically. So, I mean, so it's like, hey, but he took a state busy fight. And, I mean, not got in second round. I mean, wouldn't, I mean, I mean, a, a bum if you ask me. But, I mean, it's interesting how HBO is trying to uh, justify the fight and say that this guy was a good competitor or whatever. <laughs> That's just so interesting how, how HBO be on some bullshit like that. But, I mean, hey, like I said, I don't blame Triple G, man. He, hey, man, he took a fight he had to take and just did what he had to do. So, it's like, it was a quick knockout. It wasn't anything special. It is what it is. You didn't think that uh, you didn't think that the way he put him out. I mean, HBO was trying to sell the fight big time by saying this has that feel of an old HBO fight. I don't know why they were saying that, but um, the Triple G fan base is out barking again after that knockout. They're like, "Oh, he's back. He got his power back." Blah 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 blah. On the uh, on the the rate of uh, rate of the stoppage, what would you grade it and uh, I mean, does this does this uh, make you seem like leaning a little towards Triple G in a rematch with Canelo a little bit more so, or just see the same thing happening in the future? I mean, I mean, no. I mean, the guy he fought was a nobody, man. It wasn't anything. I mean, I mean, I mean, the guy was a bum. I mean, I still see the same fight with Canelo. I mean, I'm the fact that Canelo will be clean now. Might be a little interesting. It might be a little interesting, but uh, I still think Triple G slowing down a bit. I still think if he fights Dan Jacobs, that actually he would have a difficult time with him, Billy Joe Summers, Charlo, and Canelo going to give him another diff- another difficult fight. But in order for him to beat Canelo, he has to knock him out, <laughs> and I don't see him knocking Canelo out. I mean, because again, I mean, Ardella Hoy is in Canelo's corner, so I'm like, I mean, it's just no way you're going to beat Canelo on points. It's just not happening. I'm Floyd Mayweather almost got robbed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, so it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Willis, you got any questions for Janelle about that fight? Uh, before we could, uh, well, I mean, we could still ask him about the Jacob uh, deal since we didn't get to talk about that, but uh, I'll let you handle the question right now, man. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, you're clear. Okay, but it's, it's yeah. So uh, no, no, no. He, he's just saying Monty Rosen is a bum. Uh, we call people bums all the time on this show, uh, but Monty Rosen isn't. I wouldn't say he's a bum. That's sort of. In fact, if you watch it, he won the first round, 
And, but, you know, I wouldn't say Mono Rosen is a bum. Is he elite? No. But he, he can fight. He, he's not a bum. He's a tough guy in there. You know. But he's also a little guy that hadn't fought in two years. <laughs> so, you know, he might have looked bummy, maybe. But Mono Rosen definitely isn't a bum, Janelle. I, you know. And you're and, and Janelle is the guy that said when it gets mad when you say people are bums and don't have skills, but then he called this guy a bum. I don't get mad. <laughs> hey, if you're a bum, you're a bum. Okay, okay. The guy wasn't elite. He wasn't right. He was worthy of being the same ring with Triple G. How about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Worthy. No, I give you that. That's nice, man. But he's I think he's just. Who did Jacobs fight? Who did Jacobs just huh? fight? I said, who did Jacobs, hey, Jacobs just fight? Hey, Jacobs wanted. Hey, Jacobs wanted to rematch Triple G. He wanted. No, 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 no. That's not the question. That's not the question I'm asking. Selecki. Who did Selecki? Right. Uh, Selecki is, is Selecki and Minor Rosen probably pretty much the same thing, right? Hey, Dane Jacobs wanted. He wanted to uh, fight. Super G. Hey, if you ask him right now, if his next fight he can fight Triple G, Canelo, I'm quite sure he'll jump at it. I doubt those two yeah. guys are fighting him. I doubt they'll jump at fighting him. They won't. I, yeah, exactly. I'm sure they won't. But they don't have no. I'm just saying, he just fought a bum. I mean, if we're calling uh, Mana Rosen a bum, Jacobs just fought a bum also then, 12 rounds. Your guys, the New York, there was a whole New York thing last week, the New York state of mind, Jay, you know, out there. But guess we saw 24 rounds of New York showcase boxing last week. So, you know, how did, did you, you know, Jacobs, I think, took a step back last fight, fighting the bum, and I feel Triple G took a step forward, fighting the bum. J- Jacobs ain't looked too good his last couple of fights, man, so he might want to, you know, we all said, I believe he won, no doubt. But, you know, that might have been his peak. I might be going... If they fight again, I might be picking Triple G to knock Jacobs out. Hell no. Hell no. You got to keep in mind. I, I, I got to keep in mind. I mean, if if you're fighting a certain kind of opponent, I mean, I mean you will rise to the occasion. And you'll train a lot harder. You'll be more motivated. It's like I don't see Triple G knocking him out. I don't want to see Jacobs losing right now. I don't think even Charlie would knock him out. I don't want to see Jacobs losing if he go to 168 or something. If he move up in weight. I don't see him losing that 160. I thought he beat Triple G in that, in that fight in the Garden. I think Triple G had a problem with his athleticism, and this is why Triple G won't fight Billy Joe right now. Cause I think Billy, even Billy Joe, I, at this point in Triple G's career, beats Triple G. Only because Triple G's slowing down. Man, I, 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 I mean, he's been slowing down. He's he's, he's just. I just don't see that same guy from three and a half years ago. I just don't see it in Triple G. I mean, the guy not last night was a very stationary fighter. He was very stationary, and Dan Jacobs is is very athletic as well as uh, uh, Billy Joe Oh, uh, Canelo's athletic is some of the problem with Triple G. I mean, he made Triple G miss a lot in that fight. Just because this point is clear, I don't think he's I don't think he's that he's that guy anymore the way he once was. I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying, hey, hey in boxing is what it is. I mean, eventually you will slow down. And at 36, who wouldn't slow down at 36? As you look at guys like Hopkins and Floyd, as they move up in age, they became more defensive-minded. I mean, Triple G is not a defensive-minded fighter, so, of course, 
I mean, he will get hit a lot more. He's there to get hit a lot more. And, it, it, I mean, his reflexes are not the same. So I just think those athletic guys will beat him right now. No, I could dig it. I could dig it. I feel you on that, man. Um, I mean, people are just, you know, they're, they're happy to see Triple G, the guy that they once knew before, uh, looking like his old form and taking care of business yesterday. So, um, you know, well, it, it was a, a good performance by him, um, even though he did get hit in that first round. Don't know if he was um, going wrestling, needed that wake-up call or different styles of Martin Rosen. I mean, whatever, whatever. But, um, you know, he – he took care of business. Um, Jacobs against Sulecki last week took care of business. I mean, I would not say that Sulecki and Matarosian are on the same level at all. That's just uh, – I, I don't agree with that. But um, what, what do you think about uh, Big Baby Miller real quickly? Because he will have brought him up. And um, a charismatic fellow from out in Brooklyn, New York. Um, is he a gamer in this heavyweight division, Janelle, or just somebody who no, nobody's worried about? He's no, I mean, he's no different than that guy. Uh, that damn guy Briggs. I mean, he's just a big mouth uh, trying to make a fight. It's like, hey, uh, I don't see much in him. I don't see him beating the top. I think Tyson Fury even come up. Briggs knocks people out. Huh? Briggs knocks knocks I mean, yeah, people but, out. I mean, but at the point where Briggs became uh, 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 doing that little champ, that oh, uh, let's go champ shit. He was already washed up. He was 50 years old. Yeah, yeah, he's 50. Yeah, yeah, he's I'm washed. I'm just saying. I, I, I think you just disrespected Briggs. Okay, you're well, saying you're no, comparing no. him to the old Briggs. He's an old Shannon Briggs. Because no, no, Big no, Baby no. Miller is sort he's of Shannon, trash. He's Shannon Briggs today as far as just a loudmouth and not relevant. I'm not uh, good enough to be relevant anymore. So it's like, as far as, uh, as soon as Briggs started, oh, oh, that's so champ bullshit. At that time, he was already a done fighter. He's just trying to keep himself relevant. And, yeah. And, I mean, and uh, and uh, Big Davis, um, I got him the same. Or uh, Baby Davis, whatever his name is, and I got him at the same, in the same uh, uh bracket. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I don't see him beating even though Fury coming off the layoff. I still think uh, 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 uh second Fury still beats him. A uh, Wilder beats him, knocks him out. AJ beats him. I don't see him being a top heavyweight. I just don't. Yeah, he's definitely just uh, trying to trying to get trying to get his fight, trying to get his money right, and you know he probably does believe in himself, but um, you know, you know what time it is. He ain't really he ain't really putting it out like that. It ain't it ain't happen, it ain't translating to what Deontay Wilder's doing, to what Luis Ortiz is doing, to what Anthony Joshua's doing, what Joseph Parker's doing. So, eh, it is what it is. Um, no big worries, no big worries, but um. Someone I guess we can evaluate that Willa had brought up uh, a little earlier on the show <laughs> was um, a guy that had a big hype train going on. Wasn't so much so. Um, well, you know what? Fuck that. We'll skip to you last. We'll skip to him last. Since we're talking about heavyweight, let's take it to what happened in the UK. We had the rematch between Tony Bellew. And David Hay. David Hay, it was a great little press conference that they had to build up all the trash talking and stuff like that. And judging by the eye test, you probably think the other guy was going to beat the guy that has the dad bot. But Tony Bellew, 
coming off that last victory against David Hay, they wanted to make it seem like, uh, you know, it was a, a fight in Hay's favor before he had the Achilles injury, which I have no idea how he was able to fight on that Achilles because that that's just – that's tough, man. That's tough. A lot of credit given to that because I'm not so sure I could do the same thing. But David Hay, you pretty cool little press buildup and all that stuff like that, really funny moments and things of that nature. But when it came down to getting in the ring, history repeated itself. Tony Bellew did what he had to do. But he did take some shots against a guy that was only on one leg. Obviously, David Hay didn't have he didn't have it in a man. And commentators were even saying he's just a broken machine that you can't fix, and this is probably the end of David Hay. Um, you know, whenever there's a rematch in a fight, the guy that usually lost the rematch doesn't go any differently from that. Um, <laughs> unless you're talking about like some Marquez Pacquiao type shit, but you know, David Hay got dropped three times. And the last one was his last one. Um, you know, he got <laughs> just got pummeled on the ropes. Took some big shots. Looked lost on the ground. Referee saved him at the end. And bada bing, bada boom. Pretty Ricky from Creed got the got the W in the rematch. I mean, in in emphatic fashion too. Being the fifth round. Um, Bellu, he, he's a really good heavyweight. He's got a good. He's got a good. He's got a good head on him as far as boxing IQ. Now, I don't think that he could get in there with some of the big dogs, but he's a really stout fighter. He's um, He does a lot of things well, but he still has to be careful when it comes to his deficiencies that he's um, yet to – either he, he, he wasn't worried about hate whatsoever, but he needs to be careful on whoever he decides to go forward with because – just beating David Hay twice in a row, it doesn't get you ready to fight, you know, the likes of the guys at the top. Um, we weren't able to cover this fight, so predictions mean absolutely nothing, even though I thought that Bellew was going to win the rematch. Didn't see it happening in that way, so short, so sudden, but it's hard for me to believe a guy like David Hay would have his legs under him and do any better in a rematch than what he did in the first fight. Um happened. Early in the day, Willa texted me about it. I was a, a little busy at the time, so I had to catch the replay at a later time. But, Willa, you were watching the fight. Um, what were you thinking about when you seen this shit going live? Um, and did you see some of those mistakes that Tony Bellew was allowing to happen, even though he made some, some good work out of a one-legged fighter yesterday? Uh, yeah, I watched the fight. Uh, the the um the build up had me hyped. Uh, we we knew what was gonna happen. David Hay being the ultimate UK brother, you know he he was getting knocked down <laughs> on the ropes, acting like acting like he his uh his his leg was hurt. You know he was just getting hit. I don't like I don't like Bellu for some reason. He just rubs me the wrong way. But uh, he looked good. Uh, he wasn't calling out any heavyweights. He called out Andre Ward. Was letting us know. Uh, Andre Ward would beat the shit out of him. Easy work, uh, but you know that's why you fight. don't like him. Can... No, no, no. I just don't like him. just because the way, just like the dis, like just how disrespectful he just, he seems to be, and how cocky he is for somebody who isn't that. You know, he isn't that good. So he 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 talks like he's fury, except he don't. You know, except he ain't beat nobody. 
you know. Beat David Hayes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a great name. But, you know, at the end of the day, David Hayes is, is, is washed, obviously. Um, but, you know, he call, but Big Baby Miller would be a fight that he could do. You know, he don't have to worry about getting punched hard. Uh, but anybody else, any top heavyweight is, is sleeping him. Uh, Andre Ward probably wouldn't sleep him, but he would give him a boxing lesson. So I don't know, I don't know what you know. He he was crying after the uh, after the he was doing a lot of talking. Um, so I don't even know if he was if he was really talking about fighting anymore. But then he did say he wanted Ward. Then he said he don't know if he's fighting again. Uh, Andre Ward ain't, uh, isn't worried about him at all. Um, I don't think any top heavyweights are worried about him. But I will give him this. You know he has he has a fan base. He does a lot of talking. You know he's been in the movies, so he's a good guy for boxing, and he'll stick around. But he'll be like uh, I forgot who I was just. Saying. He'll be one of those guys, you know, fight, fight guys. But he won't. He will never be a champion, like a real champion. Um, you know. So it was a good fight though while it lasted. Hey, you know his, his he's acting like his shit is hurt, but I don't think it was hurt. He's full of shit. He just got his ass whooped, backing up. So that's it. Yep, yep. I hear you on that, man. Um, Janelle, you still with us? Did you watch that fight yesterday? What did you? Um, is he still there with us, Willis? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Um, Janelle, Janelle, Bell, yeah, you hey, part two. What'd you think about the fight going into it, and what'd you think about it when you finished seeing well, what happened? David- I knew David Hay wasn't the same fighter. I mean, yeah, his body looked good, but I mean, he's not. I mean, he's oh, since his long layoff, man, he hasn't been the same guy. Oh, and that's Cesaro. I mean, yeah, and he basically washed up. Oh, Tony Bellew has a good fundamentals. I actually disagree with um, Willa. I think Bellew is actually, oh, he has really good fundamentals, and I still think Word is too small for heavyweight. And let's keep in mind, yes, he beat Kovalev, but I mean, keep in mind about how he fought Kovalev. He fought him going backwards the whole time. In other words, he was cautious of the guy's power. And let's be honest. I mean, oh, kudos to what? him for being... Uh, 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 I, I, I don't think... I think you need to uh, watch that again. He didn't fight him going backwards. He fought him, he fought him going backwards at the no, beginning. The beginning then he put the, the pressure until on him there. Until, until he broke uh, him down. Body, until he broke him down. Then he started coming at him. What I'm saying. So then he, he, was, so going, he, he came at him. So what are you talking after he, after he warmed down, I'm saying he will be extremely cautious fighting heavyweight. Trust me, he will be. I doubt he will even go heavyweight because you know I'm saying I don't think he could deal with the power heavyweight. I'm sorry, I doubt where if he fights a heavyweight, he will fight a very so small was the heavyweight. And that's so you is a small ass. He, I don't see him going to cruiserweight. I don't see it happening. I really don't see it happening. I'm sorry, real quick. I uh, don't see it happening. You know, uh, Willie, you think um, Andre Ward will have some selected matches at, at heavyweight where he can have some success? I doubt it. No, I doubt it. I mean, he's but I'm not I'm bet on it. Yeah, but he said that's, that's said something that he fight. wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it, but if he was going to select a heavyweight, Bell, you would be the guy. You I know doubt what I'm saying? he fights Bell. Oh. I doubt it. I think Bell is way too. I mean, I, we. We understand that. We all said we doubt it. But uh, no, I think if he was going to fight somebody, he's going to fight Bellew. I'm you just picking to give him easy boxing. He's just picking to beat Bellew. Easy. 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 
If they would have said Kovalev hits harder than Bellew. Kovalev hits harder than Bellew. Come on, come on. Okay. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Okay. That's bullshit. Why is that bullshit? I pound for pound is probably here. No, no, no. Once you get pound yeah, once you get to a hundred and right, okay, pound for pound he nah, hits harder, right? So, so who hits harder? Who hits harder? Ortiz. So who hits harder? Your corner, Ortiz, gentlemen, one at a time. Who, yeah, who hits harder? Ortiz or Wilder? Or Wilder? Right, right, right. But Ortiz out, out uh, Ortiz weighs him uh, weighs him by forty pounds. So it doesn't really matter how much you weigh. I think Kovalev hits harder than Bellew. Nah, man, he will not go. He, he will not go cruiserweight and be a knockout shooter the way he was at LA heavyweight. I don't see that happening. Can I come can on I, uh, real quick, guys? I think I think. And look at the guys he's knocking out. And look at the guys he's knocking out. And look at the guys he's knocking out. I think I think uh, I, I I agree with you, Willa, when you're talking about those low body shots that he puts out. <laughs> those very low body shots. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, mean, hey, he doesn't hit hard and dull you at all. He, he you sound does. like you're rating uh, Bellu pretty high, you know. Where do you see? Um, where do you see? Where do you rank Bellu? No, no, I'm just saying. Where do you rank him compared to the, the he's top a really ten guys? I agree. No, he's, he's, got, he's very, he's very high he's IQ top, fighter. Top, 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 top he's not in the top, top, top ten, but he deserves recognition. Okay. He deserves recognition. He deserves recognition. He actually has really good fundamentals. He has really good yeah, fundamentals. And it's like, and, and that can go a long way. And it's like. Um, I think he's just too big for words. If they're the same size, then I'll definitely uh, pick word to give him a boxing lesson. But I mean, but but, but not the same size. It comes to the point where size and strength doesn't matter. It comes to that point, man. And, and, and I just, you know, what I'm saying I just don't see him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But we just saw we saw a 214 pound guy knock out a 240 that, pound guy. So is that who he weighed in that of the fight? Is that who he weighed in yeah. the fight? Oh, that the way yes. at the way in he was no, two seventeen. These are heavyweights. Okay, two seventeen to two hundred and forty. It's the same thing. You know, we're not talking about little guys. It's we're talking about grown men at the point. With, you know, comparison with Kovalev and trust me, Bell, you hit harder than Kovalev, man. How do you know mm-hmm. that? How do you know that? It's obvious. So the Stevenson, I'm, so Stevenson hit the I'm Stevenson hit harder than uh than who? The Bellu. Stevenson hit harder than Bellu? No. Okay. All right. Cool. He's, he's knocking out light heavyweights. It's about pound for pound wise, and yes, but a pound for pound as far as the guys he's knocking out in his division. But as far as like, come on, man, a, a, a Bellu is more heavy handed. He's naturally a bigger, stronger guy. Ain't none of those guys who knock out David Hayes. Uh, 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 he didn't knock him. I mean, he pass. knocked him down. Yeah, even yeah, but pass. he didn't flee him. He just did even you though, watch it? Here what? Even though, even though he is past his prime, I doubt Kovalev knocked him out today. Yeah, if he lets I him hit him it. with good shots to the face, he'll probably sleep him. And and Adonis yeah, Stevenson really sleeps. Come on, you talking nonsense? Man, no, I'm just, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Don't fucking duck everybody in. Come on, but you still, come on, you still punching that guy's man. But what does that have to do with him fighting? What does that have to do with him punching? We're just, man, don't even mention that man. Shit. I don't want him. Why? That's come on, man. Okay, As being a hard about boxing, man, you should be ashamed of that guy, man. But that doesn't mean that he's not hard one of the hardest punchers in the game. Shame or not, I like to set my emotions for him, for me not liking him, to not say that he's he, probably he the pound, pound, he pound, pound, pound. He, yeah. 
He doesn't okay. have his back. It's just what it is. And you say that because he's bigger, right? But then we just saw. But I then mean, just see it when the hardest hit the hardest hitting heavyweight. The hardest hitting heavyweight weighs two hundred and seventeen pounds. Yeah, hold on, guys. We got to go one at a time, man. We can't be talking over each other like that. We know how that goes. I'm not like Suge and trying to tell people to be quiet or nothing like that. But I'm just saying, and, um, real quick, um, Janelle, before David Hayden had that Achilles injury and the fight was actually looking like a decent fight against David Hayden, do you rank that as a, I mean, let's just say the, the ankle inj- or the Achilles injury never happens. Is that an impressive win for Bellew? I mean, what he did to him afterwards and all that, that's just, I mean, you could put that I mean, on a guy that's shot. I mean, he did what he had to do. I mean, but I still think Hayden's washed up, man. I mean, he was passing, uh, well past his prime. He's not, he's not the fighter he was when he was on his uh, reign at once. He's not the guy he was before he fought uh, uh, Gladimir when he was on the road for a while. He's just not the same fighter he once was. So it's like, but but I still give Tony Douglas credit because he did what he had to do. And, I mean, his fundamentals showed. He has really good fundamentals as a fighter. He's not a, he's not a bad fighter. He's a really good fighter. I mean, but I mean, I can't rate him in the top ten just because of that against a washed-up fighter. I mean, I'm not that guy that's be doing that shit. A lot of guys do it, but against that, and just can't do it. But I think, um, I think he's. Uh, I mean, uh, hey, the guy's a good fighter, man, and, and he's just a good fighter. But I just can't rate him in the top ten yet. No, I see you on that. Yes, sir. Hey, who? Hey, who hits harder, Big Baby Miller or uh, G? Huh? Big Baby Miller or, or Bellew? No. I, I couldn't hear you. You should kind of cut out a little bit. Or Triple G. Oh, Triple G. Um... Man, Triple G don't hit hard like a Triple G. Come on, with that you know, uh, it's, it's different rates of power, man, for sure. It's different rates of power exactly, for sure. But I, I'm with you, man. It looks like David hit, Miller but... is fighting yeah, welterweight would... power. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, would you rather I, I got Triple I... I guarantee, I guarantee you. Okay. Dog, dog. If you think Triple G hits harder than heavyweight, then what's wrong with you, man? I'm mean, the guys he's knocking out, the guys that think his size is small or whatever. It's like if that guy gets in the ring at the same weight he is now against the heavyweight, like think it is, he will get slept as well. I mean, I mean, come on, man, come on, that's it, come on. I don't have to. There's no comparison there. I'm sorry. I'm pound for pound, super G is way more deadly than puncher. Yes, but you don't compare power to a heavyweight. Man. I'm sorry. I had one guy argue me on Facebook before about how super G hits harder than George Foreman. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Uh, that's, that's just crazy talk. I mean, the only reason, uh, the only reason Triple G's power gets that kind of um, gets that kind of push is because you know there was the stories of him actually you know uh, knocking out Kovalev and sparring. Whether that's true or not, we don't know. I mean, but Kovalev but, was out of shape. It was his first sparring session in like two and a half, three months. He was out of shape. He was getting back into shape, and he, and he caught Kovalev with bicep. Kovalev went down. It happens when guys who oh, don't stay in shape all year round, and then pushes about getting back in shape, and they're like, oh, oh, coming with a big belly or whatever, as Cobra had that day, and he got caught. He was getting back in the fighting shape. And so, I mean, he's not a dedicated fighting shape all year round like Hachiro G does. Um, it happens. No, I see. It happens all the time. But, but one thing is, is, I mean, Andre Ward is, I mean, he's looking like he's getting in, in crazy shape right now. 
probably the best he's ever been in. But um, uh, at the same time, Bellew, I, I like Bellew. I think he's a really good fundamental fighter. He does a lot of things right, does some things wrong, but, it, you know, it's fine. And that's, but, oh, 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 one thing, one thing also, please, if I say, if I say one What's thing. That? Uh, What's that? Uh, uh, Will Betson, uh, uh, Bellew's uh, cockiness. I mean, most UK fighters are very cocky. But, I, I mean, he has that really cockiness. It's a accent, and it comes off as cocky. It's like all all British fights have that. It's Lance Lewis had it. Uh, Prince Ahmed definitely had it. But it's like it's, it's just a, it's the way he speaks. But hey, the guy can sell a fight with. He can sell a fight with it too. I mean, he's I mean, I mean he's, not, he's not a bad uh, uh, trash talker. It's like you know, some UK guys got that accent that sounds like fucking royalty at times, and it comes off as cocky. I mean, I actually like that fucking accent. Honestly, <laughs> I'm a big fan of it. But I mean, I don't think he's just trying to be cocky. I think that's just that's just how the accent rubs off. Ah, uh, you can finish what you're saying. No, no, no. I mean, that's fine. I was just saying that um, the only thing I was going to follow up with was saying that um, uh, a guy like Andre Ward is a guy that's hard to bet against, just because for the simple fact that I mean, he's never he's never been beat. Whether you could you could people want to argue the first fight with Kovalev, um, which I also thought that. Kovalev won that first fight, but he didn't. When yeah, it comes down to what you look at, you know what I'm saying. So, at the end of the day, it's a win, and um, that you just go off of that. But um, Ward is just one of those guys that's hard to bet on. And in a fight with a uh, uh, Bellu or Hay, man, um, I'm not the biggest Ward fan out there, but I'm not betting against Andre Ward against those two fighters. I just can't do it. And I mean, well, David and I like Hayes walked up, man. Um, David Hayes walked yeah, he's up. Yeah, he's done for. Um, but Bellew, I think that's a good fight for Ward if he wants to come up and do day that. Day. And that was a big day yeah. fan. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, but w- w- before the first fight even happened, I mean, people could look up the archives. We were talking about is he just trying to get some money because coming – I mean, he's not the same guy that he was, you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. I'm not I'm not surprised by the fact that a matter of what happened, but um, – uh, you know, David Hay definitely was a—he um, was definitely—he might have been chasing that paycheck. He was a real good showman. I mean, you, like you mentioned, a lot of the UK fighters—they do talk a lot of shit. They got um, big hype from the crowd over there. I mean, you've seen it when Amir Khan was um, when he finished his fight and was talking talking shit to Chocolate Brownie, Kill Brook. I mean, they got the crowd that gets the ooh off factor that kind of hypes up a lot of that shit talking. So those guys out there, you know, the, the crowd backing them, I think, has to play a little bit into what the what's really going on with those guys over there but um but uh, we'll just leave it at that i'm not so sure how the fight would go or whatever whatever it's still up in the air if ward comes back but it's just hard to bet against a guy like andre ward you know what i mean you know i mean yeah i understand what you're saying but the thing i really, I really want to see that fight because i mean it'd be worth clinching a lot he's a lot of clinching a lot of um it's like at the end of the day man he can't deal power for power with those guys of course he can do a lot of clinching a lot of tying up. You know, I really wouldn't want to see it even. It's almost good for his legacy if he can beat uh, Bellew or a guy cruising around even heavyweight. I just don't see him taking a chance, honestly. I don't see it. Hey, so uh, when uh, Roy Jones beat that heavyweight, how, how big was he? Is he smaller or way bigger than Roy? Oh, like, how, how did, how did that happen? No, he might have been around the same, man. I I think Roy Jones Uh, Jones was waiting that night. Oh, Roy Jones waiting that night. We're not talking about that. 
190 something, right? You said he weighed in at 199. At 199. And he beat a guy that was bigger than him, right? Oh, John Reese. Oh, you really? John Reese. And again, Roy Jones is still one of my time phenomenon, but I mean, John Reese. And then when they asked him before if he was like Lance Lewis, he was like, hell no, Lance Lewis is too big. That was his exact words. I remember like yesterday. And his exact words, like, I got hard, but I'm not stupid. He's too big. I was talking about Lance Lewis. I remember like yesterday. It was talking to him fighting Holyfield to Holyfield on loss of Lewis. And he was like, no, hell no. He has to very quickly. His exact words, because uh, uh, Lewis is too big. Um, I got hard, but I'm not stupid. And those were his exact words. So it was like, it's like he told me, come on, man, size, it matters. Oh, size and strength doesn't matter for a while. If, if you look at, I guess Word beat Kovalev in the second fight, but look at how he started on both, ma- both matches, especially the second fight. He was very cautious until he broke him down with the body shots, and then he started attacking him. But I'm like, if he was that cautious against Kovalev, imagine how cautious he would be going up the heavyweight. I really wouldn't want to see it because of that. And Word was never that cautious. At 168 and 150, I remember him walking through guys' power. He was walking through guys' power and just and just fight like a dog fight with them guys, and just like fucking roughing them up. I just really don't think it will be anything exciting. A word at cruise with a heavyweight. I just don't see it. And again, I think words not even go there. I really think he's done. I don't think he's even gonna fight then. Definitely after debate, Ward is talking about it. Who knows? I know he's feeling himself pretty good, but um, who knows, man? Um, but you know, hold on, hold that thought real quick, Janelle. Um, your best friend from the Pacific Northwest is joining us right now, and I know he was um, a little time constricted because of the NBA playoffs going on. Um, but let's take it to Seattle. Let's um, let's see how Simon's doing over there, and I'll cover up the rundown of what I want to see or hear what this man's thoughts are. Simon, you with us, my guy? Yeah, what's going on? But yeah, you oh, guys man. talking about this Bellevue right here. I hear you guys talking about Bellevue and Ward or something. Is that is that what's going on? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Um, I'll 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 uh, let you cover up on that right now because we're kind of talking about the possibility of Andre Ward getting into the uh, fight with uh, Tony Bellevue and how he would do in that one. So you could touch off that one first and uh, follow up with what we spoke on before and what we spoke on after that was the. Uh, was the Gennady Golovkin, uh, Vinas Mariatsin, and um, the uh, W.A. fight. So, uh, floor is yours, man. How do you see the um, possibility of Andre Ward getting there and then uh, touching up on those other fights? Well, as far as that fight goes, I mean, first of all, we would have to know what are his intentions. You know, is he intending on fighting again? You know, is he going to stay retired? Um, I know they were in negotiations before um, the rematch with Hay got made, so there was some interest. I mean, it would, I think, do well, and it sounded like Ward was willing to go to the U.K. for it. So, um, you know, it would be a good event, good fight. Um, I mean, I don't, you know, um, I don't really give Tony Bellew much much more than a puncher's chance, you know. Um, Ward, I think, would, uh, you know, just outbox him. I mean, um, you know, Bellew, he's, uh, you know, he, he's, you know, 
got pretty good strength and and all that. He's a pretty smart boxer, but he's not athletically gifted, and he's not necessarily always in the best condition when he fights, especially at the heavier weight. So um, I think Ward, as long as he can um, carry the weight pretty well and, um, you know, not be really slow and sluggish, I I don't see him having much of a problem with Bellew. You know, people bring up size all the time and all that, and that size does matter in fights, but it's weird to me how in boxing all of a sudden people are acting like Floyd didn't move up a bunch of weight classes. Um, you know, Mosley didn't move up. De La Hoya didn't move up. Bernard Hopkins. Like, the top fighters, for the most part, do move up, and they do pick up belts. Do They do pick up wins. If you're at a certain level, your skill and ability can neutralize size and strength. It's been proven over hundreds of years of boxing. You know, boxing is an old sport. It's been shown that it can be done. So I don't know where everybody is getting this notion that, and it's not just a war thing, it's uh, it's other fighters too. Like, oh, he's going to get destroyed by this guy and that guy. I mean, if you move, if you're a top fighter and you move up and fight, you know, an okay guy at a weight class or maybe the weakest champion, you know, it's been proven. You could pick up a win. Now, you know, if you move up and fight the best guy, then, yeah, you have a chance of getting, you know, knocked out or whatever. Like, uh, for example, Lomachenko fighting a Mikey Garcia at 135. But, you know, Lomachenko, you know, most people believe he's going to beat Linares, you know, and, you know, that's uh, probably one of what's going to happen, you know. Um, so, you know, it's just weird that I'm all of a sudden people are acting like they don't understand history. They don't understand how certain things work. That if you if you uh, if you are a great fighter and you match make specifically for a certain fight, you can win a fight. It's not it's not that uncommon at all. So, yeah, I think Andre Ward would beat Bellew, and I don't really think he would have too much problem with it. Yeah, by name, you mean Janelle, right? No, I'm talking – I mean, I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, size Is this, still on? this and that. And, uh, oh, y'all right here. I'm okay, just, well, yeah. I'm saying there's a limit. I'm saying that uh, – yeah, I think Ward's limit is that. 175. Okay. All I'm saying is there's a limit. To this. And I think Ward – if you look at the way he fought Kovalev, I mean – I don't see him. Like, the way he was backing up so much. Who cares? It's boxing. I understand. He won't. Like, I understand. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If he moves up uh, two more weight classes in it, if he goes heavyweight or, or if it's even cruiserweight, he's going to be extremely, extremely, extremely cautious. And it's like, honestly, I don't even want to see that. Oh, oh. I think – I think – Okay. I think Bobby might you don't be want to say. Hey, I'll, I'll if he goes know, heavyweight, I don't know. Hey, hold on, hold on. Really. I can see him losing heavyweight. I can see Ward losing heavyweight. I thought Ward lost the first couple last fight. What a bold prediction! You think uh, a guy that started his career at 160 could could lose that heavyweight? That's not that bold of a prediction. Of course, he could possibly lose. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And, and that's all I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. What do you mean?
Okay. You talking about how I'm Florida is going to wait? Okay. Okay. All right. Relax, bro. Can I talk now? I guess we will going to wait, but yes. Also, he's very cautious. <laughs> Hold on, Jadeff. Hold on, Jadeff. At 147, Floyd wasn't the same guy he was at 135 and 140 and 130. He was extremely cautious at 147. And he picked and choose guys. He avoided Thurman for years. He avoided um, uh, uh, Paul Williams and Margarito at the time. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so hey, Floyd became a diva at 147. He avoided life. If, if Floyd would have fought even one of those guys, I'm sure he'd have a loss on his record. Are you done? Oh, dude. Are you done, Janelle? No, go ahead, speak. <laughs> so you are done. You said nah, no, or yes or no. Are you done? <laughs> go ahead. It depends on what you're going to say. This guy said, depends on what you're going to say. So basically, you're admitting you're going to cut me off. Are you going to cut me off or not? Are you going to let me talk? <laughs> it, it all depends. I'm not going to talk. talk, talk, talk <laughs> I ain't talking, talk. bro. Hey, I'll, I'll mute, my, mute myself. I'm not, ahead, I'm not, I'm not doing the back and forth. Talk, 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 man. So you ain't going to cut me off, right? We good? <laughs> talk. Just go, man. <laughs> what Go ahead, Simon. You heard what he had to say. Go ahead and touch on it. First, well, first of all, you basically just repeated everything I said, which was guys picking and choosing when they move up in weight and all this stuff. That's you. You just repeated what I said. And Tony Bellew would obviously be a pick and choose at heavyweight. He's not fighting Joshua. He's not fighting Wilder. He's not. He's fighting a guy that's not even a belt holder, who was at seventy five and got stopped by Adonna Stevenson, you know, um, and a guy that at heavyweight, you know, was, uh, you know, the first Hay fight, he was winning early. Hay started coming on a little bit, then suffered the injury. He stopped him like three, four rounds later. Then in the rematch, Hay was completely done because if you look at sports injuries, Achilles is like the worst injury you can get. And guys in all sports – rarely ever recover. So what happened wasn't surprising to me. David Hay was completely shot in there, had nothing. So, I mean, Bellew did what he was supposed to do. Full credit to him for that. But he's not very dangerous. As He's not super, super dangerous, and he's not super unbeatable to the point where Ward couldn't pull it off. As far as guys being cautious, of course you're going to be cautious moving up in weight. Um, you know, because you're, you're trying to test the power, strength of the guy you fight, and all that. So, yeah, I mean, every most fighters, most intelligent fighters, will be cautious moving out the way. But it doesn't mean you can't win the fight. And a lot of guys have moved different ways and won fights. Um, so I don't, I don't, you know, get this whole, you know, guys. All suddenly, all everybody is being doubted moving up in weight, but. As far as the Ward fight, you know, maybe you saw a fight I I didn't see, but especially in the second fight, to me Ward was made it made it a high paced, high intensity fight from the start, and he wore Kovalev down, you know, acting like he was moving around and kind of running or whatever. I don't even know what you're trying to get at. I didn't see that. He was attacking that body, and he was pushing the pace, and he just he he made uh Kovalev quit. As hey, Hunter said, he made it a dog fight. You know? That's what I thought. Hey, Sam, real quick. Uh, so, Adonis Stevenson knocked out Tony Bellew. 
Yeah, he knocked him out. Um, okay. Cause, remember, because, remember like, the 30 fight, minutes remember ago. Adonis, remember, remember when Adonis No, no, stopped, I remember. No, no, remember, yeah, but it was the fight when, that was the fight when, in the post-fight interview, they asked him about fighting Kovalev, and he was like, the people of Montreal want me to fight uh, Bernard Hopkins and Carl Frost, you know? He, like, that's right. the question, and that was cricket. that fight. 30, yeah, 30 minutes ago, Janelle was telling me, Janelle was, uh, was, I was, I explained to him that Adonis Stevenson hits harder than Tony Bellew. And he said, it's no way he can because he's a heavyweight. So no, Adonis I, I think, is, uh, I, I, I think, I think Janelle, I think Janelle is a, uh, I don't know. He's sort of, uh, he's very emotional today. Adonis Stevenson probably is the second, third hardest hitter in the game, no matter how much he weighs. He hits harder than Bellew, but I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot that he knocked Bellew out because two minutes ago Janelle was telling us how, you know, Stevenson didn't hit harder than Bellew and he couldn't knock out yeah, heavyweight. Stevenson he, is the Wilder of 75. He has Wilder type power at 75. Stevenson does. That's that's the type of puncher he is. You know, if he hits you, he's not right. Get out. Bellew out where? And even if he knocks him out, that don't mean he's harder than him. But it means he can knock out a heavyweight. And that means he's in the same division as Ward. So that means Ward can knock him out. When did he knock him out? Adonis Stevenson knocked Tony Bellew. Is that what you just said? Yes. Adonis Stevenson stopped Bellew. He knocked him out. When? Yeah, he stopped him, yeah. When? When? Like three, four years ago. Whoa. Yeah. Adonis uh, Stevenson, Tony Bellew. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it, uh, 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 Janelle. So, hey, just let just when we're talking, these are grown men. I know that you, like Sam said, you have this thing about weight. But once you get to a certain size, you're a grown man. We're not talking about little guys going up. We're talking about grown-ass men. Stevenson is dropping any grown-ass man that he hits just like Wilder is dropping any grown-ass man that he hits, just like Big Baby Miller isn't dropping any grown-ass man that he hits, and he weighs 400 pounds. It doesn't matter about your size <laughs> after a while. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure glad, I'm glad he's harder he, than Big Baby. <laughs> yeah, he's not and more he does, but, but he's going to say he's not. Listen to what he just said. Listen, listen, just watch, listen to what Janelle's going to tell us. We know for a fact that Stevenson hits harder than Big Baby Miller, but Janelle's going to tell us no. Why, Janelle? Because he weighs more, right? No, I'm just saying. Okay, look at the guy he's knocking out at 175. Are you telling me that those guys that that weight was? Huh? He knocked out Bellew. Do you think Big Baby Miller can knock out Bellew? The answer is no. We know he can't. We know he can't. If he lands, yeah, Big Baby has no power. Big Baby Miller's trash, man. Big Baby has no power, bro. I don't know. I don't know what you've been watching. Like, if he hits you enough, like, if he hits you all day and all night, he might have get you out of there because you're tired of getting hit. If those white heavyweights get in the ring, of that's a heavyweight, at their exact weight, of getting the ring with a heavyweight, as Big Baby, Hey, you were breaking know. up. Somebody the answer is no. Background noise. Somebody got some crazy background noise. They need to clean that up. But uh, um, 
No, it's me, motherfucker. That's called a waterfall. <laughs> it's my it's my bad that I'm by the waterfall, dog. But guess what? It's my no, bad so we can do I'm that. Go ahead. Sounded, I couldn't even I couldn't even hear what Janelle was saying. It was like so loud. <laughs> you know? But no. uh, Look, man. Look, the 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 point we're all trying to make, Janelle. I don't even I don't even think we're trying to go back and forth about a little small issue. Is you have this thing going on, and a lot of people have this thing going on that these top elite A level fighters all of a sudden can't move up in weight and fight the fourth best guy in a weight class above them or the fifth best guy because you know what that guy is bigger than him. All that I'm saying is that thing word met his All I'm saying is that word is at his limit right now, one seventy five. At Cruiserweight, I don't see him being effective at all. But that's your hey, opinion. Real quick, real quick, Janelle, uh, I'm fine. Where do you rank value in the weight class? Like, I mean, is, you said top four, top five guy right now. I'm just saying, like, uh, off examples of guys moving up and beating, like, the back level guys right there. But, I mean, Bellew might not even be a top ten <laughs> rank in, the, in, in, his, in his class right now. I mean, is it a good pickoff, selective fight for Ward? I think so. But, I mean, I, I mean where do you see – I mean, give me a grade level if you can't give me where you see him as far as number wise of of what he is. Probably right lower now. top ten or outside the top ten, probably top fifteen, something like that. You know what I mean? Because it's hard to say really what he is at heavyweight because of what version of David Hay he faced. He's a cruiser. Um, That's why. Right. So um, I'm just saying, like you know. Any guy, I mean, any guy that's, you know, been moving up or whatever, all of a sudden people are like, oh, he's going to get destroyed by this guy and all this. It's like, no, he's not. No, he's not. It's just not going to happen like that. Could he get, could he lose to the number one or number two guy in the weight class that's not only big and strong, but has top level skills? Absolutely. But these guys moving up are not going to get destroyed or not, these guys aren't going to get walked through by a guy, a, a weight class above them. Because the guy is just bigger and stronger. Again, the, you're gonna have to bring more than that to beat an A-level guy that's a uh, um, a level below you. You just it's just gonna happen. It's just gonna have to happen that way. Like, you know, I mean, and um, and I have a lot of proof of that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and I want to say one thing. Yeah, I, I looked at Riga down in Lomachenko. He was clearly bullied in that fight. But um, I also mentioned as far as the. Um, a second word on Kovalev's fight. I mean, if you watch how that fight began, I guess he broke him down, yes, but he was very cautious from the beginning. He was going backwards when that fight first started. As he opened the bell, he, he started going backwards, but again, that was his game plan because he was a cautious guy's power, but yet it was his game plan to uh, break the guy down. In the second fight, he was cautious as well until he broke him down a bit. But it's like, and I see him being extremely more cautious. The second fight, I disagree. I feel like I feel like from the second half of the first fight and the the whole second fight, Ward made it a dog fight, and uh oh, that's what it was. At the beginning well, of the second fight, I go back and watch second fight. You watch the first few rounds. He was he was jabbing, backing up, jabbing, backing up. And this is why Letterman kept bro. giving the rounds to Copeland. But I'm like, um, bro, you uh, trying to make me believe something I saw already? I know what I saw. I, in my opinion, it was a dog. And fight. I know what I saw. Your opinion, and I know what I boxing. saw. Okay, and I, and I don't and I know what I saw. I'm fine with that. You saw a boxing match. I seen a dog fight. <laughs> it's okay. We. It's okay to disagree, bro. It's not that serious. I, I saw, saw a dog fight. I saw a guy that laid off the rope broke down, yes. at the end of the fight. A fight yes. uh, I, I seen a at guy the at end, the end yes. of the fight lay on the rope. 
No, I'm not talking about in this fight. Hey, bro. Okay, I'm done with you, bro. I, I don't agree with you. Just give it up. I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. What else? <laughs> what else is new, fellas? But fine. Um, Kovalev Ward fight is one of your favorite fights to talk about, going by text message we got. But um, what do you think about the big drama show yesterday with Golovkin? I mean, it's not much to talk about, but I mean, he was um, saying that he's ready for all comers towards the end. They try to get a name out of him, whether it be. Um, whether it be Canelo, whether it be Andrade, whether it be Jacobs, whether it be Charlo, the Billy Joe Saunders. But I, I told anybody that was watching, when you're the champ, you don't need to be saying anybody's name. They need to be saying yours. But you had an interesting take about this whole deal because he did not take a mandatory being a 12-0 and fighter in Divrachenko. Um, You got any uh, thoughts on that that you'd like to cover up that some of the boxing world might need to hear as far as being vegetables for themselves? I mean, I wouldn't say I got anything interesting thoughts. I mean, I I just think I think I got some real thoughts. I mean, if you are a champion, and you know you want, I, I hold people look. I hold you accountable for what you say. So, you've been telling us, you and your team been telling us that you are all about the belts. That's what you want. You know, when Andre Ward wanted to fight you, you talked about catch weights and. And we want to stay at 160 because we want all the belts. Okay, that's cool. You don't want that fight even though you said you would knock out anybody from 54 to 60. Okay, cool. You don't want that fight. You want all the belts. Okay. Now we're going to hold you to that standard. Okay. Now, the situation happens with Canelo. You can either, you know, you can either fight a guy that's going to be ordered to be your mandatory, which means if you don't fight this guy within 90 days, you will lose your belt. So... With that being said, you can either fight this guy that's 12-0 and 0 for your mandatory, or you can fight Varnas. Okay, so, I mean, what's the issue? I mean, you don't even have to fight him May 5th. You could push the fight back. Saunders came out. Another guy which, if you fight Saunders, you, you reach your goal. You reach your goal of four belts. Saunders said, I'll be ready in June to fight you. You got one more belt to get. You could get that. So you have options. You can either take care of your mandatory, or you can get that last belt. You didn't want to do either. And the reasoning you had made absolutely no sense. Oh, we need we need all this time to promote a mandatory. Did you promote Dominique Wade fight? I don't remember that fight being promoted. You know? But, but you had no problem fighting Dominique Wade. Because you know why? Dominique Wade never had a chance of winning that fight. So, you know, now all of a sudden we've got to promote a mandatory fight you know, all this other crazy excuses. Okay, cool. But now you decided to fight Vanez, who was a guy that hasn't fought, who hasn't had a win in over 900 days. Man, we talking close to three years. Well, by the time he steps in the ring again, if he wins, it'll be about three years since you got a win. So you did what you're supposed to do. You took the guy out. You know what I mean? Um, you. It, it was a very smart strategic move because – in your last two fights, you looked very basic. You could only land a jab consistently in either fight, and you didn't come close to knocking out either opponent. Get get yourself in there with a guy that hasn't fought in two years, and the last fight he was in was a loss, and he's got three weeks, three weeks notice to get ready for you. That is a recipe to get a knockout and make everybody believe that you're still a killer. So that was a great, smart, strategic move, but I ain't fooled. And 
the funny thing about it is we all know what's going to happen next. He's going to fight Canelo in September, which is cool. Get your money. But you better win that fight because by not taking the Saunders fight, by not taking care of your mandatory, you have the opportunity of losing all your belts and never having a win against Canelo on your record. That's official. So he's putting He's rolling the dice on this one. You better win the fight, Triple G, because you're going to be looking like a damn fool if you don't. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't no. take it that far. Like that doesn't if he loses, he just loses a fight, man. But who did look like a damn fool? I wanna hear about you I wanna hear you talk about your boy Jacobs, who is uh who's fought twenty four rounds in the last two fights against bums. It's you know hey, did he peak hey, against so, Golovkin? So, so, did he so peak against Golovkin? A, so so hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. So you're saying that May, essentially letting Golden Boy and Canelo conduct the way your career is going to go for the last year and a half, two years, then not getting a win over him, then losing all your belts is not looking like a fool? You don't think that No, is? no, no, because he's going to get paid. No, 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 because he's going to get paid. And at the end of the day, that's, you know, no matter whatever, you know, no matter what people say, you know, at the end of the day, this is their job, and they're trying to get paid. Canelo, I mean, yeah. Golovkin is making sure that he is still undefeated when he fights Canelo so he can get the maximum dollar. And, and that's not dumb. I mean, and, that's and if he loses, he just loses. I agree with you. But you better. But my point is this. When you talk about you want all the belts, I'm, I'm holding you accountable for what you said. You said you wanted all the belts. But now you have an opportunity if you lose to Canelo. Not only did you never reach your goal of all belts, but you're not going to have any more belts. And you lost to a guy that everybody is assuming can't beat you because he's a cheater. So then if he goes in there and beats you, you lost to a guy that everybody thinks just is a joke and you don't have your belts no more. You got a paycheck, but shit, a lot of people get paychecks. But we don't, we don't, not we don't that big. give all these other guys, we don't give all these other guys credit when they lose, but they got a paycheck. I know. But we I wouldn't give him credit. I, Manny Pacquiao probably. I wouldn't give him credit. He paychecks. lost. Hey, I think Manny Pacquiao McGregor probably got the two biggest paychecks for opponents that got their ass whooped. I don't. Yeah. I didn't give him credit and for giving all that money. I said you. I I, t- I talked about how I talked, and you talked about it too. You said, "Man, McGregor lost, got walked down by an old ass midget, and got stopped and quit." But I don't remember you praising him for getting a check. I don't remember you praising Manny Pacquiao for. I didn't talking. praise. I didn't praise him. I didn't just praise Triple G for getting the check. You said he would be stupid, and because he did all this, I'm saying he's trying to get paid. That's why he. No, I no. I said he's a fool that. if he loses. He's not a fool if he wins. He's a fool if he loses. That's what I said. Because all you ended, you lost to. Basically, you're losing to Canelo, and you're losing all your belts too. You're about to lose one before you. More than likely, you're going to lose one before you even step in the ring with Canelo because you have 90 days to fight Derevchenko. So it looks like that situation is pretty much done for. You're going to you're going to get stripped. Then your other two belts that you're going to defend, you're going to defend against Canelo, and Canelo's going to be. And if Canelo beats you, boom! Now you're outside. All, all you know you got you got your belts, but I mean, I mean you got your money, but what else do you have? That's it. I mean, if it was about the money, then you should have just been. You should have never paid a sanctioning fee your whole career. You should have just fought fights. 
Why why give the sanctioning uh, bodies money of your check if it was just about the checks? You know, I'll try to save all the money I got. Not pay to the sanctioning body for years and years and years and years because I want all the belts. Now all of a sudden you don't want the belts, but you, but you pay these sanctioning bodies all this damn money. He's putting it all in there chasing Canelo for years. You better be Canelo in September because if you don't, you will fool. Damn. Um, yeah. No, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Um, real quick. Hold up. Um, Triple G, you in a lot of trouble, man. Real quick, that shit that he's going on, man. Willa, you want anything you want to cover up on that? No, no, no. I mean, hey, if he loses to Canelo, he just loses. I don't, like all this fool stuff. I mean, Sime, if Sime really believes that that's what, you know, it's just, it just doesn't make no sense. It's like we don't give people the real respect that he's done. This guy is 36 years old, right? He's not, hey, all of that old stuff that he was talking about five years ago is over. He's trying to get paid. We all know that that's what he's doing. He thinks he can win, but he's trying to go against the cash cow. There's a reason why he's going for him, and that's to get paid, to get his big payday that he hasn't ever got, and that's what he's doing. So he already not got dumb. it. He got if he loses, time. he just loses. He got it last time. Right, and, and it was a draw, so he wants another one. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm saying so, so it's not like he never got the payday. Yeah, I'm just saying he's he he's trying to act like he's a people's champion when in reality he's, he's not. just thirsty for paydays. And that's fine. Right. But just be honest that's with it. That's what it is. He's not going to be honest with it because you can't do that because that's his marketing. See, I don't. I never believed that he was Floyd, that he Floyd wanted all the biggest star in boxing because he basically That is Floyd, man. But that is Floyd. That is not Golovkin. Golovkin isn't Floyd. Right. You know what I'm saying? Golovkin isn't Floyd. He's an old Chuck G. Golly guy. He's Tom Brady. He's that. He's not he's a good guy. Shit. So he can't do that. He, he can't turn heel. He, got, he can barely speak English. No, I, I don't even think saying you about the money is, is being a heel. He's just being honest. I mean, I think honesty is fine. Just say, hey, look, man, I just want the biggest money fight every single time around. Not, oh, I want all the belts. I want all the belts. Uh, yeah, I want to be undisputed. Okay, that's cool. You want to be undisputed? This is what you got to do to be undisputed. All of a sudden, you got Saunders sitting there saying, look, I'll fight you in June. You don't want to fight Saunders. You, not, you don't want to fight your manager. But this is the thing, though. If, like, what does it say that he looks at a 12-0 and guy as a risk? A risk? You're looking at a 12-0 and guy as a risk? Wow. To me, if you really think if he, if him and his team really believe a twelve and 0, twelve and zero guy was a risk, you know you ain't winning in September. Hey, what was Logan Chico when, huh? when he beat Ringendow? What was Logan Chico when he beat Ringendow? What was Logan Chico's record when he beat Ringendow? No, but but you, that, that's not even the same comparison. We're talking about a guy with 40, 40 professional fights though, forty plus professional fights. That's a difference. It's different if you have fifteen fights and I have twelve. Now if you have forty something professional fights, and you're you're looking at a twelve and zero guy as a risk. And a tw- not only is he a twelve and zero guy, a twelve and zero guy that hasn't been in there with anybody legit. That's a big difference, way big difference. But hey, like I said, look, get your money. I'm never gonna, you know, I'm not gonna hate on a guy getting his money. Get your money, but I'm just saying, you're putting it all out there. Look, I think it's an exit strategy anyway. If you really want me to get down to the straight down. Bottom line, I don't think Triple G's fighting anymore after this fight. 
I think the reason why he didn't take the mandatory, I think the reason why he didn't take the Saunders fight, why he's never really, he's been real hesitant the last year or so to fight anybody else but Canelo is because this is an exit strategy. I think September will be his last fight. Now, the only way it's not is if he loses and then a third fight is, you know, um, credible or beneficial to his pockets or he wins, but it's a really, really good fight. So a third fight would be warranted. That, that, so that, that's really what I was trying to get at, which is I know what time it is. He ain't trying to fight. Middleweight is stacked right now. He has no interest in fighting anybody at middleweight anymore except for Canelo. And he's going to fight Canelo, and in my opinion, it's over after that. He's going to retire. And that's good for him and good for his health because we know in the last year or so he did have some health issues, you know, after a fight. So for for him and his family's sake, you know, you're getting old, homie. What health issues, what health issues did he have, son? Hey, man, just ask around. So for him, that's good. That's actually he got a smart his strategy. He got so, his ribs broke. So, you know, do, uh, you know, do you know? Um, shout out to him for being a smart businessman. But the reality is, I know what time it is. He's not gonna fight no more. Nobody uh, legit anymore. Nobody he looks. At, he doesn't look at Canelo like he's anything threatening or you know potentially dangerous. So and it's a big payday. So he'll fight Canelo in September and most likely retire after unless they do a third fight with Canelo. That's my prediction, and um, we'll see what happens. Wow. Triple G fans, hopefully time is wrong because that'll be the end of the whole big drama show that's been going on for a while. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised. He's an older guy. I mean, it's all word of mouth. What's he supposed to say after a fight? He can't be honest with the people. No one ever is. No matter if you want him to be honest, Simon, just to be like, that's okay. Just get money fights. They never do that. So that's not going to happen. Um, but what will happen is him getting paid in another fight in September against Canelo, and who knows, because Canelo's not even having no testing going on um, for whatever, whatever. Don't really – never cared about that fight in the first place. Seen it happen a year later than when it happened before. Still does nothing for me, but um, I think that was it today, fellas. We, 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 we didn't really have to cover Orion Garcia stinking up the joint and get in a lopsided victory in the fight that people thought he lost on. Um, Justin Bieber calling out Devontae Davis. Probably not a wise move, but I don't even think it's a serious move. just seems like a way to get some notoriety, get some people talking about Ryan Flash Garcia trying to fight Tank. And just, a, just a stunt to me, man, completely. Um well, you got anything you want to top off before we uh, roll out of here and let you enjoy yourself on the over and top? Hey, no, no, I just wanted to, I just wanted to hear, uh, you know, Sam's explanation of the last 24 rounds from Danny Jacobs. Is he uh, did he peak or not? He never answered that question. You know, he's a he's a he's a, a fan of Danny Jacobs. Last two fights, Danny Jacobs has looked sort of sort of uh, regular. So I just want to see does he does he think Jacobs peaked? Or, you know, how's he feeling about that, you know, those last 24 rounds that he fought? Oh, man, he's just sitting in idle, man. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, you know, he's you know he's, he's the WBA mandatory now, you know. Uh, hopefully he can get that rematch with um, 
you know, Triple G, but I already told you what my, my opinions on that will be. Um, so, uh, yeah, if not, then bring on Simba, you know. We'll, you know, he'll take on Simba. He ain't worried about it. They can do it in Brooklyn. And uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know what's going to happen. I mean, all of a sudden you're killers, you know, you get knockouts over bombs. You don't knock anybody legit, but all of a sudden all these guys are called killers, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, but, yeah, I, you know, it's, I, I like that fight a lot, you know. I mean, may the best man win. Um, you know, the Charlos are, you know, they're definitely creating a buzz, which is good. I like it. I mean, I really like the Charlos. I mean, to be honest, I like them. They're a little off at times where, you know, I'm just like, hmm, I don't know what's going on. But, you know, um, I, I do think it's wrong for uh, some real weak-ass fuck shit for dudes to be doing shit like putting it out there that these guys are on coke. You know, I like to joke around about it, but in reality, that's not cool. You know, what Tank and um, Lubin did recently, that's just weak for a lot of reasons. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, the Charlos, I mean, if, if, if Big Charlo, if Big Simba decides to fight Jacobs, and um, it looks like if little Charlo, little Simba fights uh, Trout next and gets through that, that they're going to be in their first real, real fights. You know? Like, I mean, uh, guys that can actually um, dish it out and take it as far as, you know, not being in there with guys that can take it a little bit, but they can't really dish it out as far as punishment. You know? So that will be the first time either of them are in there with somebody that can do it. So, I'll be very interested to see how they react to it because it's cool to, you know, knock out a guy like Lubin who don't have, don't really have a chin, you know what I mean, was untested and all that, um, or knock out a guy that John, like John Jackson who got knocked out by Andy Lee already, um, or Charles Hatley that been dropped multiple times, never been in there with anybody, or, you know, Charlo, you know, knocking out J-Rock who has no chin, got dropped by a jab. By Charlo, that tells you all you need to know about his punch resistance. That's 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 not really much of anything, you know. Uh, I want to see, you know, what happens when they hit these dudes. These also dudes hit them back hard too, and they're gonna be there. They're gonna they're gonna um, they've been tested and they uh, they want to bring it. They want to put it on you. You know what I'm saying? Not slapping you. They're gonna be punching you. So I want to see how Big Simba and Little Simba do that. And if they pass the test, you know, we're going to give them full credit. But uh, I need to see it. I mean, knocking out Centennial, who got stopped by Jacobs' opponent before him, not impressed at all. So that remains to be seen what level the Charlos are really at. But, hey, like I said, they're creating a buzz. They talk a lot of shit. They're the best in boxing at punking midgets. So, yeah, I fucks with them. But – as far as that elite top level in boxing, they got a lot to show and prove, man, whether you like it or not. And but Jacobs is there. Jacobs is the elite, correct? Yeah, and he wants that fight. So is is Charlo okay. gonna take the fight in Brooklyn? I mean, I don't know. I would after I just saw him go twenty four rounds with two balls. Okay, so if he doesn't take the fight, that's a duck, He's right? The elite. You can't call yourself King of Brooklyn and not take the fight in Brooklyn. Take the fight. Yeah, I That's think, but I, I think he's a mandatory. I think he's a mandatory for uh, Triple G and Canelo, right? Also, dude, not you know they're not Charlo taking that fight. Is. You know they're not taking. We already went over that. <laughs> not, hey, no, that's not happening. We know that's not, dude. He's not fighting. I, I don't know, bro. No, that's what Willard, you say. We don't know that, but we don't he, know that. Oh, he has three men. No, Golub, This is a fact. 
Golovkin has three mandatories. Jacobs, right. Charlo, and Derevchenko. He wasn't willing to fight Derevchenko. You think he's going to step in the ring with Charlo? Man, get out of here. You know what time I, no, it is? He's I, taking that fight. I think he will. <laughs> I think he will after he gets payday. I don't think he's done. I don't. You think he's done. I don't think he's done. I think he wants his payday first. He doesn't want to mess up all the stuff that he's got going on. But I'm just wondering, all I want to know is if Jacob was elite, and you said yes, but he's gone 24 rounds to get some bones last two fights. He wasn't, hasn't been looking too elite to me. So, hey, I All I know is this boy got. went 12 rounds with Trout and didn't drop him or didn't hurt him. Laura, Laura dropped him. Canelo dropped him. Daniel Dawson dropped him twice. Jared Hurd stopped him. Uh, Big Charlo struggled with Trout. And, and, but I also know that um, that Charlo, it, neither one of them have been down, and Sergio Mora dropped Jacob, and Triple G dropped him. So if what does dropping have to do with anything, right? Did he, did he hey, won those no, fights? So that's saying, what we're talking you about. You said he's so. a big puncher. You said he's this insane monster puncher. So why did he do Who said that? Why couldn't he do? Who said that? Bro, you did not say Who that Charlo that? was his no. killer. You, you never said Charlo no. was his killer, this killer puncher. No, I said, yeah. No, I never said he was a young. Uh, I said he's a young killer. I never said, yeah, he can punch. I believe so that, but I've killed? never said he's I mean, a killer puncher. Everybody that everybody that he fought except except Charles. Oh, okay, bums. Okay, that's cool. Okay, that's cool. But the first, the only the only legit fighter he fought, who was actually a guy that had lost multiple times and was kind of on the, the the downside, he could knock that's out. True. That's my point. He could knock him I out. I want to see him knock. I want to see him stop somebody legit. Then we could talk. When he, once he gets a body on his record. That's legit. Then we could talk. I'm talking so about who is Jacob stopped? Who is Jacob stopped? That is uh, who is Jacob stopped? Legit. He he stopped Peter Quillen. Okay, so he was, uh, a, he was the underdog he in stopped, that fight. He stopped he Peter was, Quillen. He took him right, out of one he stopped round. Peter Quillen, which was undefeated. Peter Quillen was undefeated. He stopped him. He gets credit for that. J Rock was undefeated. No, he got he, stopped. No, they don't Peter get Quillen, any credit. No, for that. no, no. There's a difference. Peter Quillen and was, was a no, and it was also. And it was also had been the a world champion second round, right? But no, it first round. Matter. If you get hit in the mouth, right? Right. No, I'm saying first round. round. So it was, it was first. early, so it wasn't like he like, right. It wasn't like he beat him up. He just dropped him, and that was it. You haven't seen him since. To me, if you take a guy out early, really if you take out a guy early, and he, especially if the well, guy you was did, the you didn't give him favorite. credit. If the guy was the you betting, but favorite. he took out Lubin. Oh, so it has to be no, the only if you're the betting favorite do you get the credit. Because no, when, no, he dropped, when they dropped no. Lubin in the first round, he doesn't get any credit. But it's only Lubin has, Lubin, Lubin, you're the better You're favorite. comparing a guy. No, you're comp- no. See, I'm a, I'm let me explain to you how it works. Let me explain to you how it works. Lubin was unproven, untested. Mm-hmm. Peter Quillen had won a world Quillen, title at one point. World, or, he was undefeated. Against He's who? been in there. He had been in there with against guys who? before that um, what were guy? top ten fighters. Who? He'd been in there with Lee. Yeah, he He'd been think? in there with Andam. He'd been in there with, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, uh-huh. What the hell is that dude's name? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. I forget dude's name. But this is the thing. Lupin ain't been in there with anybody, was untested, had been dropped before, and got but what taken is the, out. Do you understand that has nothing to do with anything? Like, do you understand what? me punching you so, in the face so has you're nothing saying, to do with so who you've been against? Right? I mean, if, if you, I punch you in the if, face, I don't care how how... If you've never, you know what I'm saying? That has nothing to do oh, with your, oh, who yeah, you fought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, I drop you, I drop you. You're right about that. You are right. You are right on that to a certain extent. But when you brag about these guys' powers, like you grab a, when people brag about 
Triple G's power, or they brag about Big Charlo's power, or they brag about other people's power, there's a limit to where it's like, yeah, you're going a little bit overboard because at the end of the day, when you look at their resume, who did they stop that, you know, people was like, okay, that was a good name right there, or this and that, or a guy that was a world champion, or a guy that actually has a solid win under his belt, or something like that. They don't do that. They they stop dudes that have literally no chance of beating them, or were an underdog, or had a suspect chance, or go down the line of reasons why it wasn't that impressive. Yeah, do they look good yeah. when they destroy so, them? They look like they are killers, and you know if you're not really paying attention. But if you're paying attention, I'm not fooled. I mean, knocking out J-Rock is not that impressive because J-Rock had never been in the ring right. with anybody legit. Now, the knockout was explosive and funny So if they lose, hilarious. So I got a question. If they lost, would it not have lost? Like, I don't get Like, what? that makes no sense to me. Like, what you're talking about. If they lost, they would have lost. J-Rock, okay. J-Rock, he got knocked out one time, and now he has no chin. Like, you're making all this stuff up. He, got, Dude, you know, he, he lost got, one time. My man. That was the hill. Bro, he got... Old ass Ishe Smith. Old ass Ishe Smith was hurting him. Who has no power? That tells you the man has a suspect chin. Old ass Ishe Smith was hurting him. That tells you he has no chin. That's all you need to know. Okay, that's because what Charlo, that, tell, that tells what, you he has no chin because he got yeah. hurt. Okay. He got dude. He got dropped, bro. He got dropped by a jab by Charlo and got up and was so like Jacob a chin, right? From a, Huh? Does Jacobs have Jacobs has a chin, right? No, it's a, I mean it's an okay chin. It's not the greatest, but okay. hey, they said Mora, hey, Mora, it was good enough to go. Mora who hasn't it was fought good anybody. Mora who never fought anybody who hasn't fought anybody who wasn't. Mora, what are you talking about? Mora, Mora never fought, fought Vernon Forrest. He fought Vernon Forrest. He fought Shane Mosley and lost. What are you and talking lost easily. about? And, 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 and he got, beat and Vernon got beat Forrest. Up. What are you talking about? He beat Vernon Forrest the first time. Oh, yeah, he time. beat old-ass Vernon Forrest. Yeah, he beat oh, old Vernon Forrest, okay. and, he lost, okay. and then he lost the second so, so He was I, old. This is like what, but he was this old, like, right? This was, but this is what's going to happen, But too, he also drops your guy, right? Huh? Sergio huh? Mora drops your guy. Sergio Mora drops your guy. So if Charlo drops him, are you going to say he had a weak 10? Are you going to give him his credit? Because it's like, I, I don't get what, you know. Weak 10s have nothing to do with anything that you're talking about. If nobody ever knocked out J-Rock no. again, is it Shen weak? Like, I don't get it. Well, well he still has a long time. career. He has a long career to go. Yeah. I already told you he doesn't have the best chin. If he drops him, he drops him. But this is the thing. the reason What you just said is why most people thought Jacobs wasn't going five rounds with Triple G. Correct, right? But then what happened? The fight nope. happened, Ball. and it went 12. What? Right. I mean, I thought Jacob yeah. was going to win. I thought he had a pretty good chance. To yeah, win. but most people, what they were saying was, he got dropped by Mora. How is he going to go past five? And guess what happened? He went to full 12, and he didn't come close to no. knocking him out. He didn't come close. Because you're making the thing. You can have all the power. Point. What? You're making what? my point that sometimes you just get dropped. It don't. It, it really don't really matter because it's boxing. But, okay. So it don't mean but your dude, chin is weak. You get, it don't okay. mean your chin is, is, is suspect. If you just got dropped one time, how do you have a suspect? So, so, the, so, the, so, um, so getting dropped by a jab and being hurt, you can be dropped by a jab. Like Joshua Cloudy got dropped by a jab. He wasn't hurt. Getting dropped and being visibly hurt from a jab, then going into another fight, get hurt by old-ass EJ, EJ Smith. That doesn't tell you a guy but he didn't has a fall. questionable chance? He didn't drop, huh? right? 
No, I mean, no, it doesn't. Okay. Well, we, we only, just, we just, he's only, we just, he only been we down just think one of time, it right? We, we just think of it differently. Yeah, I look at it yeah. like if you're – he got dropped twice in that fight. He got dropped by a jab, then he got knocked out by Trump. Then against Ishay, he got rocked. He was getting hurt by Ishay Smith, an old-ass dude that doesn't have power. To me, that, that, that means questionable chin, but maybe we look at chins differently. So, to me, that's a questionable chin. So, I mean, I don't know. Well, but, if he's questionable, then Jacobs is questionable. Yeah, I didn't I say he had a great chin. He has a questionable chin. I didn't say he had a great chin. I mean, he doesn't, he, doesn't have, he doesn't have a great chin. It's an okay chin. It was, okay, it was an okay enough chin to stand up to, uh, you know, Triple G and, and all that, but... My thing is, um, he didn't. He, but he got all dropped. All I really by care about it is, all I care about is, he called himself the king of Brooklyn. He wants uh-huh. that fight, or supposedly make the fight. If, if, uh, you know, all I know is he beat Centennial. He didn't call out Jacobs. Jacobs beat Sulecki. Jacobs called out Charlo. So we'll see. You know, they say Lions only, right, but right. Um, who did he call out? You know. But who did he call out? He called out the big dogs, right? Why, like, why would I call out a guy that has no belt? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And you know but that, he too. he did the same thing, why, too. Why, he why said would he I call out guys. the big dog? He wants the but, big dog. He called them both out. But why couldn't – Jacobs called them both out. He said, I want those guys. If not, I want Charlo. He don't want – no, he wants to get paid. I don't want to fight Jacobs for no belt no money. I want but Triple you're not going to fight Triple G. I get Canelo, gonna, and that makes sense. But you're not going to fight Triple G next. You know that. Triple G's going to fight Canelo, so why not fight Jacobs? He might. Yeah, and if he don't, we know what time it is. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Because you can't call yourself yeah, king of we, Brooklyn and not show up in Brooklyn. Come to Brooklyn. Go to Brooklyn, Lions. Go go down there. Make it happen. I want to see it. Why? I want to see you knock out. But why would he need I to do that? Look. If he beats up Jacobs, he Why does? don't you I don't say to Houston? He's but the, I want to see him the knock guy. out He's somebody. He's the undefeated guy. I want to see, see him knock out somebody that's actually going to – you know, put a, you know, hit him too. Hit him a lot too. Because I know one thing for sure. He's going to get hit the hardest he's ever been hit in his life. And he's going to get hit the most he's ever been hit in his life. So we'll see how he reacts. If he By wins, Jacob? Like shit. Yeah, Jacobs is going to hit him the most he's ever been hit in his life and the hardest. So we'll see how he, he deals with that. He'll probably get and hard, if he does, harder by, from his brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Okay, that's cool. But hey. Make the fight. If he don't make the fight, then there's really nothing to talk about. That means all the lines only thing is just smoking news. You know what I'm saying? Because it looks, it definitely looks like one guy is definitely ready to make that fight next in Brooklyn. So we'll see. But I know you got to defend H Town. I get it. You know, shout out to H Town. You know, but hey, really, I didn't have nothing to, to do. Charlo, really, the Charlo wasn't the subject. I, I was just wondering how you felt about your guy going 24 rounds against some bones. And you really haven't said – you said he's in cruise control. That was your excuse. He's, just, he's out there in cruise control. So I just took that. But Charlo really wasn't on my mind when I brought that up. I was just wondering how you felt about it. Because uh, I mean, Big you, Baby Miller okay, and him. Okay, so 24 rounds, he probably won – he won every round against Arias and dropped him. And then against – Sulecki, he maybe lost five rounds at the most, so 19 out of 24 rounds, and he Ooh. had a knockdown in each round. Hey, I'm, I mean, hey, I, I don't know, man. That's a showcase okay to you. have higher, higher degrees of grading them on a you know scale. You know, a lot of guys go 12 rounds, and they they don't drop a guy. They don't win most of the rounds. But you're talking sudden, to me. 
what? That's bullshit. I give everybody the same grade. If you're on a showcase and you don't and you go twelve rounds against a bum, you're not getting a high grade from me. You don't care who it is. If you knock them out and it's a showcase, you're gonna get a high grade. You know, okay. I gave Triple G a high grade for knocking out that bum because it was a showcase, and that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to showcase. After Jacob last two fights, people went away from his fights like, oh man, is this guy really that good? Hey, all I know is this, man. Your boy, your boy, your boy, Andre Ward had a lot of your boy. Your boy had a, Andre Ward had a lot of twelve round fights, and I don't remember a lot of people complaining about Ward fights. You know, saying he's not that good or this and that. Floyd had a lot of twelve round fights. Uh, this was after he proved though, right? Look, Mikey Garcia. This was after he proved himself. Mikey Garcia clearly beat. Adrian Broner, like it was no, it was easy work, right? Because it went twelve rounds, it wasn't mm-hmm. impressive. But it wasn't a showcase. Did you not hear me say showcase? That was a Bro, that was a championship know, fight. That was a that was a big time fight. But that fight to me, that fight to me was Showtime and Heyman and everybody involved trying to get a name that's recognizable on Mikey Garcia's resume to broaden his name in boxing because. To me, that right, fight right, right. was clear, a clear cash-out fight to me because I don't know how But it anybody... wasn't a cash-out fight because he's still fighting. So you know that. No. I mean, he came back and fought, so it wasn't a cash-out fight. It was a fight, and it wasn't this a showcase. This was another one, too. Broner no. is not when I, say, when I say cash, what I mean is you're trying to get Broner. You're using Broner's name to try to uplift another guy's name. To me, that was the whole point of Vargas Broner. But Vargas just couldn't, even though I thought it was 7-5 draw, it wasn't – he didn't do anything close to what Mikey did. You know what I mean? Which was just dominating. Easy work. So it was close enough to where it was strong. But, you know, same with Figueroa. If Figueroa was going to do it, you know, they want to get, you know, these guys with a name like Broner because Broner is a guy that, you know, lost three times or whatever or, or a guy that's had consistently, you know, sub-average performances. But he's got a name. You know, he's got a market. So you can get a fighter that you think is a higher level fighter or a guy you think is more marketable in a way of he's actually going to be professional and playing labels and take the sport seriously. Yes, let's put him in with Broner. Let's get that name on their record and keep it pushing. To me, that was a clear move with Mike. Sure. And then when Fulton Figueroa, the Marcus stepped in, so whatever. But with Mikey. That was a clear scenario. When that fight got made, I was like, wow. They, 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 just, they just done with Rona right now. They're done. They're just using him as an opponent for these guys. You know what I'm saying? To sell tickets. But they want the other guy to win. That's the way I saw it. You saw it differently. No, I, 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 I saw they wanted a big name. I think I'm pretty sure Broner got most of the money, right? And I think uh, it, it's not, it wasn't a showcase fight. It's a difference. And you know there's a difference between a, a, a showcase fight, fighting Selesky or fighting Montemores or whatever that guy's name is. Uh, the, that was a showcase. You're supposed to show how good you are. Uh, Broner is a former champion. Yeah, they were trying to get his name on there. I feel what you're saying. But it wasn't a showcase fight. So going 12 rounds against Broner, a guy who's never been knocked out, never, uh, you know, that's not that big of a deal. Going uh, 12 rounds against two bombs twice, two times in a row, and one of them was talking all kinds of crazy shit to you, you know. And just, held on that. Uh, and held on that. Just, and then the other guy's not a bum. Selecki's Sulek, not a bum, dude. You could just tell by the way he fights he's not a bum. An unknown does not mean you're 
a bum. And he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't that unknown because if you were, if you did your homework, you would have known he stopped the guy that Carlos stopped. Nobody knows. Hurt. And then, but, uh, you know, he obviously can fight, you know, a little bit. He has a good, you know, he has a great chin and he can, he got a nice one too, but uh, he just didn't have enough power to uh, affect the fight too much. But, he uh, but yeah. One Burr, round from know, the draw. But like I said, man, to me, that, to me, I don't know. It don't matter where your name status at is at. If the fight, if a certain fight is made at a certain point in in fight, two fighters' career, or whatever, that makes it a showcase to me. So when Mikey fought Broner, to me that was a clear showcase, and that's why I was surprised. Like guys like Janelle was willing to bet me on the fight. He just gave me free money. <laughs> I was like, damn, you're really gonna just pay me to watch Mikey Garcia beat Broner? I mean, but hey, it is what it is. No nah, man, I, I feel you, man. But but that that that's oh, go what ahead. all I gotta say about it. But you know, if you wanna, hey, I'll, at the end of the day, what what matters is let them fight each other, and we'll see what happens with um exactly with Jacobs and Charlo. You know what I'm saying? But uh, sure. you know, little Charlo got a tough fight coming up. You know, if he gets past Trout with Hurd, man. You know, at this point, if I had to bet on it, I think I think Hurd is gonna beat Charlo. I just think he's too. I just okay. think he's too big. I think he's too big right now for anybody at 54. You know what I mean? No, uh, no, the size is too, tough fight. too much to deal with. Oh, I agree. That's going to be a tough fight. That'll be a great fight. And whoever wins that will will be proven, right? And we'll see. But we've also seen her go 12 rounds against bums. Also, not 12. Well, yeah, a couple of fights before this last fight, he didn't look too damn good. So you never know. But he is too big. He is big. No, he stopped. He stopped Trout, which Carlo couldn't do. He stopped. No, Tony yeah, he Harrison. stopped him, but he was losing rounds, though, right? He, he, he fact, oh yeah, yeah. That, if he did it, yeah, he was getting fight, worked. Hey, every herd fight yeah. is basically the same movie. He's getting his ass whooped, and then he wears you down. <laughs> yeah, but Char- Charlo might not wear down, so, but we'll see. So that's what we've got to see. But hey, man. This boy RC done already burnt off, so we're about to close the show, man. I don't know what the hell he was doing, man. I want to thank everybody for coming on. Uh, thank everybody for listening. Outside this boxing podcast, we're out. <laughs>